This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. Hi, I'm Mark Rico. I'm the CEO of Mouth Media Network, who produces this podcast. We know pretty much everyone's going through a tough time now. We're trying to make the best of the current new realities at home. To offer you some entertainment and perhaps inspire you with a fun example of creative marketing content, we thought we'd pull something very different out of the vault that we never shared before. A few years ago, Mouth Media co-founder Rob Sanchez had been building a new kind of concept for an apparel business named Ralph and Remington, offering a novel approach to transparency, including a groundbreaking look behind the scenes as the business was developing. Because the brand was inspired by the ethos of the 1940s, we worked together to create an old-time radio-style show reminiscent of that time, which was intended to be one of the unique ways to bring attention to the brand. And although Rob decided to put the project aside for a while to give full attention to Mouth Media, we had already actually completed three unreleased episodes of the podcast serial. So we have decided to pull them out of the vault, dust them off, and share them with you. We really would love to hear how you're doing and also what you think about the episodes. So reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook at Mouth Media Network or email us at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. We hope you love listening to the three episodes of The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley, Fashion Detective, as much as we've loved making them. And here is episode number three. Enjoy. And now, another episode of The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley, Fashion Detective. Brought to you by Ralph and Remington. Cutting-edge menswear with an old soul. Served to you in a radically transparent way. This episode, The Case of the Disappearing Chains. We go now to just outside New York City, on a country road where Stitch and his wife Ernestine are heading out for a little countryside relaxation. Cheese? No. Apple? No. Bologna sandwich? Nope. Cookie? No, no cookie. Nothing. If I told you once, I've told you a thousand times, Ernie. Please, no food while I'm driving. I need to pay attention to the road. But I want a cookie. So? Well, I don't want to eat alone. Ah, for pity's sake, Ern. If you want a cookie, have a cookie. Uh, One of your caramels. (laughs) Well, you don't have to get mad. I'm not... Mad. R2, and I will have a cookie if I want a cookie. Fine, that's what I said. Have a cookie or a caramel. See, you're mad. I'm not. You are. Not. Are. Not. Are. Well, I am now. Please, Ern, uh, can I just attend to the asphalt? How far to the next turn? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to have a caramel. God! It looks like another five miles right at Bender's Road. I uh, got it. Bender's Road. Boy, it sure is nice to get out of the city for a spell. Take a break from working. Just peace and quiet. Yeah, peace and quiet. Right. Well, fresh air and grass and sun will do us good anyway. Sure was nice for Arlene to lend us her deluxe. Yes, Chevrolet makes a pretty smooth ride. I don't know why you didn't ask Buzz to come along. He likes car rides. He also gets car sick. Plus, he's helping Arlene with repainting the sweet shop anyway. 
Oh. Nice to get out of the concrete jungle anyway. Yeah, I haven't seen another car for miles. Uh, hey, um, Stitch? Yeah, Aaron? If I told you something important and asked you not to get upset, would you promise not to get upset? I already know it's going to make me upset because of one, prior history during this car ride, and two, you want me to promise you that I won't... Exactly. Ernie? Promise me or I won't tell you, and you'll be awake all night wondering what it was. Well, since you put it so nicely... Stitch. (sighs) Okay, I promise. What? Either the map was printed wrong or... Oh, what? Or we passed the turn. Wait, what? You promised you wouldn't get mad. Trust me, this isn't mad. I can, however, arrange for you to see me mad. Stitch, well, we have to turn around. Tell me something I don't know. Hang on. Whoa, Stitch, take it easy. Trust me, Cupcake, that was taking it easy. This deluxe doesn't exactly turn on a dime. Just the same. Hey, what's that? What? There, just off the road in the weeds. It looks like someone's had an accident or something. Where? I don't see the... Ah, there. There you go. Poor soul. I bet his wife tried to give him a bologna sandwich while he was trying to... Stitch, I swear to Bing Crosby, one day I'm gonna... All right, all right, calm down. I was only funning. I'm pulling over, see? Contrary to popular opinion within the square footage of this car, I'm not exactly a monster. All right, let's see if he needs help. Well, why didn't I think of that? Well, what do you know? It's not a car. It's a tractor. Yeah, and it lost its back wheels. Looks like the driver's okay, though. Why, Stitch, it's a farmer. Imagine that, a farmer with a tractor all the way out here in the countryside. What are the odds? Say, you who there? Sir, do you need any help? Yeah, you okay there, mister? You need a hand? Anyone hurt? Well, thanks for pulling over. Another car like yours passed by without stopping just a minute ago. Then you just happened by going the other direction, thank goodness. Haven't seen anyone for two hours since this happened. And then suddenly, two cars, same kind, within moments. What dumb luck, huh? By gum, good thing you had more conscience than the other driver. Or I might have been here all day. What luck? Uh, Yeah, what are the chances? Uh, Looks like she's done for. Uh, you from around here? Yes, sir, just off Bender's Road, about a couple miles that away. Looks like she threw an axle. Just like that. Yikes. That's not the half of it. I'm gonna have to ring up the police station when I get back to the farm. The police, huh? Did you see the other car? Get a description? Well, that's just the trouble, missus. There was no other car. Axle slipped off all by its lonesome. Somehow, I was able to jump off before it turned over and the tractor flew off the road. Lucky break. Well, lucky or not, something broke all right. Only thing is, what happened is impossible. I've got three chains holding the axle tight to the chassis for just such an occasion, for safety. It just can't come off like that, no way. Only it did. Only it did. Uh, Pardon me, Mr... Tompkins. Ben. Most people call me Farmer Tompkins, because I'm a farm. Right. Anyway, I hate to be the one to deliver a headline, but I don't see one link of a chain, much less... Three anywhere in this wreck. Well, my eagle-eyed friend, that there is exactly the head-scratcher. In eight years, I've never taken off those chains. Suddenly today, by corn, all three seem to have disappeared into thin air. We 
We introduced ourselves and then gave the old farmer a ride to his property, which wasn't that far. When we showed up, a dusty woman came out to greet us, wringing her hands in a rag. To say she looked spooked would be an understatement. This here's the place. Oh, it's beautiful. Come on, Stitch. Uh, where are you going, Ern? Being polite, Stitch. Try it sometime. Ouch. Ben, I was worried. I expected you back hours ago. You missed your lunch and our meeting, and I had to change the feeders by myself, and Mr. Conjures wasn't too pleased. All right, Millie, I'm here now. Say hello to the O'Malley's. This here's my wife, Millicent. Pleased to meet you both. Hello, Mrs. Tompkins. I'm Ernie. This is Stitch. Ma'am? Just call me Millie. Everyone does. Well, Ben, why are these people here? And where's, where's Samson? Samson? The tractor. Of course. She threw an axle, Millie. Landed in the weeds. These nice folks happened by and gave me a lift. Oh, my. Ben, are, are you all right? Were you hurt? No, I'm fine, Millie. But the wheels came clean off. Could have thrown me, but I rode her like Goliath. Let me guess. You're other tractor. Nope. Goliath's a bull. Samson was our only tractor. Anyway, you know those chains I put on a few years ago to hold the axle in case it broke loose? Yes. They vamoosed. Someone swiped them. What? Excuse me, but are you sure they couldn't have fallen off? Maybe one. Not three in the same day. But Ben, how could they just fall off? Well, as I told these two, they couldn't. It's a bit of a mystery at this point. A mystery? Well, you're in luck. Ernie, no. What? You see, we have an agency. Uh, sorry about your tractor. You're Samson, sir. We'll, we'll be on our way and leave you a to A detective it. agency? I'm getting in the car, Ernie. We solve mysteries. Turn in the key. Detective agency, you say? When it feels like you're blinded, we're the ones who can find it. O'Malley, 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 detective agency at your service. Ugh. Maybe they can help, Ben. We've got bigger problems, Millie. And I'm getting out of the car. Thank you, Ernie. Stitch, I think they need our help. It's lucky we happened by. Yep, lucky. That's the word I was thinking. Apparently, it had gotten hotter. And uh, not just under my collar, thanks to Ernie. Millie made us some life-saving iced tea, and then we got a tour of the farm. It seemed somehow we'd ended up in a case to find some chains. Oh, my, Millie, this tea is to die for. If only. Glad you like it. So what kind of farm is this, anyway? Dairy? Alpaca, for one. Never heard of them. Huh? This Al guy. Alpaca, what is he, some kind of famous farmer? Stitch. What? No, sir, alpacas. They're animals, like llamas. We shear them for their wool. Well, as long as they let us. Oh. Just for the record, I knew that. Just for the record, you're close to needing another way to get home. We also have sheep and goats and even rabbits. Plus a few cows for good balance. So you have Angora and cashmere, too? Your wife knows her fibers. I'll alert the media. Boy, somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. I'd give my left arm to have another crack at it. So, uh, Millie, where are these uh, al-whatevers, anyway? Alpacas. I'll pack you if you're not careful. Uh, I'd be happy to show you. Ben is probably out there now with them. One of our neighbors, Farmer Grissom, stopped by with another man to talk business with Ben. <sighs> Hope they can find a way. We've been here a long time. Way? Stitch, don't pry. It's the prying that pays for all these caramels you don't eat. Don't get sassy. Uh, uh, lead the way, please. 
quickly. Millie led us across the yard. We had to be careful. The ground was still fairly soft from the early morning rain, and one wrong step to the left and it's goodbye wingtip. A step to the right and it's hello yesterday's alpaca lunch, if you catch my drift. We arrived at a barn filled with straw and hay and vats of animal feed. Ben was just finishing up talking business with Farmer Grissom and another man. While they spoke, I took the opportunity to take a look around. Ernie, keep an eye out for anything unusual. Chain links, footprints, discarded paper, and so forth. What are you looking for, Stitch? I'm not sure yet, but I'll know when I see it, or maybe when I don't see it. Something's going to expose what happened to those chains, and the faster the better. Right. Stitch, over here. What you got there, Cupcake? Look at this mud. Yeah, mud. Great. Uh, glad we drove all the way out here, because you can't get good mud in the city. No, Stitch, not from there. Bend down. Look at it here. All right, let's see. Uh, why, holy moly, now I see it. All right, thank you both. Well, O'Malley's, thank you for letting me take care of a little business. Oh, yeah, yeah, business first. What are you gandering at over here? Well, we were looking for anything that could give us a clue as to where your chains went. Or who took them. We weren't even sure anyone took them until we saw this. I just love this moment. Yeah, when the client sees the evidence and realizes the case is solved. Best part of the job. Well, uh, not yet, but a solid clue. Stitch. I'm sorry, but I honestly don't have any idea what you're talking about. I don't see a thing. Just some mud and straw. Well, yes, that's what any amateur eye would see. If you would ask me which animal is a pekka or which is a llama, I couldn't tell you in a hundred years, but you know that kind of information. Because you're a farmer. Yeah, you're, you're a farmer, so... I am a farmer. Uh, yeah, yes, I know you're a farmer, so... Yes, that's what I said. I'm a farmer. I know you're a farmer, so... I know I'm a farmer. Everyone knows. Yes, and I'm a private detective, so... But not a farmer. No, not didn't think uh, so. Farmer. Stitch. Didn't think so. All right. Anyway, uh, see here, on the ground, in the mud. At first look, it doesn't seem like anything. The rain smoothed out all the mud and got rid of all the tracks from before. Right. Nothing. But if you move a piece of the straw just a little, like I'm doing with my foot here, you can see the way the light kind of hits it and makes it shine. Uh, you can see there's a little crease in some of them. So? So, from up here it doesn't look like much, but if you bend down just a little and let the light reflect on the straw more, without moving any of it, you might see something of a memory. Fine. Betsy, look at that. It's a shape of something, pressed into the straw. And it looks like... Bolt cutters. That was my line. Well, say it then. I can't say it. You already said it. So what? Once you said it, it's not exciting anymore. Nobody cares. If you want to say it, say it. I'm sorry. What's everyone saying? The straw is creased from when some bolt cutters were set down on it. When someone picked them up, it left an imprint. The rain settled the dirt into mud, but the straw stayed in place because it was matted together and left a kind of picture intact. And if you look next to it... That looks like a chain. Bolt cutters and a chain. 
And Ben, I see a set on the wall over there. You got any more uh, bolt cutters? No, sir. Just the one set. The one on the wall is much bigger than whatever left this imprint. It simply couldn't be the same one. That means another set was here and is gone now. I believe someone came in and lopped off your chains. That means... <gasps> Sabotage. Sabotage. But who would do this? Why would someone do this? I don't have any enemies. We'll be right back with the conclusion of The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley and the Case of the Disappearing Chains right after this brief message. What if you could wear clothing for men that was well-made, American-made, and made you feel like you had traveled three-quarters of a century into the past, to a time when things felt warm, comfortable, and peaceful? Ralph and Remington Menswear. Cutting-edge menswear with an old soul. And now, the conclusion of The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley and the Case of the Disappearing Chains. We made our way back over to the house. It was time to get the farmer and farmerette together to get their story straight. I had a hunch on this uh, case that I was pretty sure was going to go from seed to crop pretty quickly. And let's hope there was some grub for us, because I was getting famished. Should have had that snack when Ernie offered. Plus, the fact that I used the word grub meant I'd been here too long. Well, there you all are. I thought maybe one of the goats got a hold of you. Hello again, Millie. Quite a spread you have out here. Yes, we've had it for a long time. Passed down from my father. Lucky break. That must make it quick to turn a profit, what with no mortgage. Stitch, don't be rude. Well, son, you're not far off. At least that's how it used to be. Now, bam. No need to get into all that with strangers. Anyone care for a ham sandwich? I just made them fresh. Thought you'd be starved. Don't mind if I do. No, you want a sandwich? Thank you, Millie. Go ahead. Thank you, Millie. I'll pass for now. My stomach's still a little off after that near miss earlier. And the meeting I just had. And after the discovery we just made. And, uh, Ben, how did it go with Stilton? Stilton? Stilton Grissom, another farmer in these parts. That's one of the men I just had a meeting with. And it went well enough, Millie. Oh, I see. See, here's the thing about this farm. When we were younger, it was a lot easier to make things work, make a profit. If you just work real hard and real smart, put in an honest day and charged an honest price, you paid the bills and had something set aside for the lean times. And a nest egg for when you got too old to do it right. But times have changed. We're farming in a different world, it seems. Got to the point, the missus and I had no choice but to take a loan out on the farm. And we've been doing okay, actually. It did the job, shored up the ship, if you will, and we've made it almost all the way to the end. Why do I think there's a but coming? It could be a however. Well, there's always a nonetheless. Yet, or even the classic, on the other hand, but my money's on but. Why? Look around. Uh, here's the thing. Eh, you win some, you lose some. When we signed the bank loan, we never noticed a peculiar clause that said if any of the last six payments were even one day late, one day, or either one of us dies... The payments balloon, so the whole remainder becomes due immediately. You don't say. They did say. In fact, every week for the last three months, this gentleman... Not a gentleman. He's a horrible, beady-eyed man. This man from the bank, Mr. Baumgarten... Beady-eyed man. ...shows up here to check our status and remind us of the clause. 
It's like he's waiting. Waiting to pounce. How horrible. So if anything happens at all that causes you to have any delay with money... If we can't get to market one day to sell our products, a piece of equipment breaks down that we gotta fix in order to be operational... If anything goes wrong, they take the farm. We lose everything. The animals, our home, the land that's been in the family for generations, everything. Just awful. Yes, yeah, so this uh, Baumgartner fella. Yeah. He comes poking his face in here every week, circling around like a vulture? That's who I just left when you first arrived. I didn't even know he was here. He does that, you know. You turn around one of the corners and there he is. That's how it was today. I came out of the house and there he was, closing his trunk, and I told him, you get right into that car and get off our property because this is still our property. Why don't you just call the police? Get some sort of order to keep him away. We talked to Sheriff Smith. Seems there's nothing wrong with a bank checking up on its investments. There's no law about how often they can do it as long as they leave when you tell them to. If we knew he had broken some law, that would be different. So this meeting you had with those fellas earlier. Right. I'm working on a business arrangement with Grissom. That was his cousin with him. We came to an arrangement about sharing costs, resources, and think we can help each other even out cash flow. Huh. Millie? Looks like they're game for working together on the terms you and I discussed. Oh, my. Oh, this is wonderful. Calls for a celebration. Whenever one of us feels the pinch of the unexpected, we can turn to our combined operation to keep things on an even keel. We both have things the other needs. We just have to sign the papers tomorrow, and it's official. Fresh-baked blueberry muffins hot out of the oven. Oh, my goodness. The blueberries are almost as big as the muffin. And some cold milk hot out of the cab. Well, cold out of the icebox. Wow. Wow. Why don't we get this back home? Because we don't have a farm, genius. And, um, I'm gonna get back to that one later. I promise. Anyway, uh, this, uh, Vulture Garden Bank guy. Baumgarten. Yeah, Baumgarten. Uh, he doesn't know about this little business arrangement, does he? Well, I don't know. But I don't see why he would. Ben, I maybe might have mentioned it at one point. Oh? I suspected. Did you? Yeah, that's why I said it. Pay attention. When I discovered that beady-eyed goon last week snooping on the farm, I chased him away, but was so upset, I think I let something slip that soon he won't have anything to look for because we've got a deal that would shore us up. They'll never get this farm. Never! Now calm down, my dear. Take a drink of milk. I'm so sorry. All right, so let me see if uh, I've got this straight. The banks can get you on a technicality. All you got to do is sneeze and they get the farm. They're putting the squeeze on you, making you feel the heat, hoping you'll slip up. And now they know you've got a plan that virtually assures that as long as you both stay alive the next six months, nothing goes wrong before you sign the business agreement with the other farmer or whoever, you'll be able to make good on the payments, which means the bank doesn't get to cash in and you keep the farm. I got that right? Right as a fresh piece of straw. Yes, it is, Ben. That's exactly what it is. Straw. Speaking of, uh, you think if you call up this garden bank guy... Baumgarten? I know that already. Then say that. Leave me alone. I'm solving a case here. So, if you call up this, uh, Baumgarten fellow, uh, you think you can get him to come back over here? What? 
Well, why on this green earth would we want to do a thing like that? Hold on there, Millie. I'm starting to get the picture here. Yeah, call him up. And then ring up the sheriff. I think I'd like some backup. After all, I'm on vacation. I've got this frying pan right here. That's all the backup I need when he shows his beady eyes. Millie. Even so. Beady-eyed man. We decided Millie should make the call so as to not arouse suspicion and let Baumgarten know something horrible had happened and he might want to come over right away. Whatever horrible thing it was needed no explanation. My guess is he already knew. Didn't take him long. Didn't take Sheriff Smith long either to search Baumgarten's trunk and find chains and bolt cutters. Always amazes me when the bad guy doesn't get rid of the evidence. This bad guy got arrested for destruction of property, attempted murder, and uh, being annoying. Okay, I made that last one up, but it should be a crime. Farmer Tompkins got his chains back and one additional happy result as we were about to get back on our way. Thank you so much for your hospitality. <gasps> Are those muffins? Ooh, wow! It's us who should thank you. You took care of Ben and helped us in so many ways. Take this basket for the drive and here, this too. It's... it's a goat. Knitted from wool. It's mohair from one of our Angara goats. My goodness, it's adorable. I love it. Oh, a wonderful keepsake, Millie. Thank you. All right, all right. We hope you'll stop back someday. We'd love to see you. All right. Well, Stitch, can't thank you enough. Once the bank found out what Baumgarten had been up to, they were so worried about the bad publicity, they forgave the rest of the loan and have promised to fix up Samson good as new, as long as we don't say anything to the Gazette. That is one deal I can live with. Well, Ben, I can't be any happier for you. It's good to see decent folks put one in the winner's column for once. Sun's going down. You folks still going to go sightseeing? Well, I think we've had a full day of the country for now. Time to start heading back and... Get back to reality. Well, I guess you didn't get enough of reality here, then. <laughs> well, that's a different kind of reality, I suppose. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks again for a swell stay here. You're both terrific hosts. By the way, I took the liberty of topping off your fuel tank. I hope you don't mind. Least we could do. Mind? Why, you have some nerve. <laughs> thanks. That's awful nice. All right. Uh, then stay out of trouble, huh? And uh, keep that Samson under ten miles an hour. Goodbye right, now. Take care. Take Bye-bye. care. See you later. Bye now. Bye now. You're always welcome Drive on safety. our phone. Come back anytime. Well, today turned out to be interesting, didn't it? Uh, what's that? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry it wasn't the day off you wanted, that you didn't get away from it all. You know, Warren. In a way, I feel I, I still got to change the scene. I just got a face that when you're good at something, it'll follow you no matter where you go. Yes, Stitch. I'm sure that's it. Wow, look at that sunset, huh? That's something. You don't get it like this in the city, that's for sure. See what Millie gave us? Yeah, yeah it's pretty cute. Hey, you got a name for that goat? I think I'll call it Samson. Ah, yeah, fits. You got someone you're going to give it to? No, Stitch. This one's just for us. To remember a good day by. Well, I can live with that. Good. Hey, I'll check this basket. Oh, look. 
Blueberry Stitch. Yeah, Cupcake? Muffin. Yeah, and don't mind if I do. This has been The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley, Fashion Detective, and The Case of the Disappearing Chains. Brought to you by Ralph and Remington. Cutting-edge menswear with an old soul. Served to you in a radically transparent way. Join us next time for another adventure, another case, and probably another slogan. The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley, Fashion Detective, is copyrighted 2016. Ralph and Remington, all rights reserved. All characters are works of fiction, and any similarities to real people, entities, or events are purely coincidental. Original music composed by Chris Thomas. Story written by and starring Mark Rako, with Peter Coleman, John Locke, Bianca Jamont, and Heather Edwards as Ernie. Visit ralphandremington.com for all episodes of The Adventures of Stitch O'Malley. This is your announcer, Peter Coleman. This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect.